2: And the pump and 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 pump
3: Good evening, everyone. This is Friday, December eleventh, two thousand and fifteen, and welcome to the Mothership broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, WWS Revolution. Once again, I am Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you. <clears throat> I'm still, you know, uh, not out of the of the woods yet, uh, but uh, of course, I'm back on here with you to give to give it all my best shot. And of course, I owe a great deal of gratitude for last night's. NWO World Wide Broadcast to um, uh, King NWO GTS Gerard T Smith the Iceman, Man JD J D, D. D. Girolamo, uh the Even surface Machine John Gross and our resident independent wrestler Rhonda Rush Wright uh, gentlemen uh, thank you very much for co- covering for me in my absence last night uh, uh, it was uh, it was uh, uh, so, uh, it was a great show uh, uh, nonetheless and I I do appreciate the, the backup here as always. Uh, <clears throat> you're quite welcome uh, of course like I say King NWO, GTS, Gerard T. Smith of course a uh, 2014 Hall, WSWS Hall of Famer a dual title holder here in WWS. of course the mainstay of the WWS radio network of course on Revolution and Wolfpack as well as one half of the team that brings you Attitude Radio every Saturday night at 9 of course also a part of Wrestling Revisited <clears throat> and also uh, Raw Radio and of course from also from Raw Radio uh, 2015 Hall Pamper, the Span J.D., Jared Geramo, of course, uh, also in addition to Raw Radio, of course, a part of Wrestling Revisited, and also in the Outlook now every uh, Sunday Sunday nights at 7, right here on TalkShoe.com, <clears throat> and also from Raw Radio on the chat box here tonight, the human super machine, John Gross. Gerald, J.D., and John, welcome to the Friday edition of WCWS Revolution. Good to be here. Excellent. Thank you very much, Eric. Of course, what you just heard there—not the exact one—I mean, I think we found one kind of close to it. Uh, it is going to be pretty much, and I'll go ahead and just spill the beans now. Uh, it, is, it is going to be pretty much an all DX night tonight, here, gentlemen. Uh, oh yeah.
4: Then,
3: yes, absolutely. Because as I, as we also, oh. uh, as I talked about tonight, wrestler profile series, we'll actually be talking about Degeneration X. I uh, have a good Wikipedia page about that tonight. We'll be talking about that. And of course this is a celebration of WCW newest entry into the Facebook uh wrestling community. DXUS Are you ready? Uh of course uh King NWO Gerard T. Smith has already provided us with a banner and also some sweet pictures as well as I put I put a couple of YouTube videos of uh some DX related material. Uh you definitely check that out. It is Facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash DXUS. Are you ready? Uh and uh you'll definitely get a kick out of that. And, uh, and uh, again, I again I thank uh, Gerard T. Smith for providing us with with that banner, of course, one of the sweetest banners here that we have here in the uh Facebook wrestling community as well as the W7 US Table and Groups. Well gentlemen, before we get to the all the fun uh, an excitement here of our all DX night here on Revolution. Of course, we have to go through all of our news here of the of the day in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, and I did not get a chance to ask, who is actually
0: has it for me tonight? Uh, that would be Gerard running the show tonight. Okay. Uh, oh, well, GTS, every man,
3: uh, of course, a man of many towns, like I said, in the radio network. Also, just earlier this week, I should Gerard. I'll go ahead and brag about this. He is now officially, uh, he is now officially the uh, new COO of WCW US. Gerard, congratulations for that position, there, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely well deserved. There, of course, his he has done so much here for WCW It's not only the, the shows, but of course the groups as well, and is does his best to try to maintain. Everything, everything, all the goings on here at WSUS. Uh I'm sure all other groups on Facebook as well. But he's been a very valuable asset to WWUS, and of course, like I said, I think this was long overdue and well deserved. So, Gerard, again, my my congratulations to you <clears throat> on that position. Uh, of course, uh, JD had not forgotten about you either, my friend. So you're 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 up there too. So don't you worry about that, my man. Uh, <clears throat> uh, of course, uh, GTS. Of course, got the Revolution News desk on Man and Running. Of course, he's got his Favorite, favorite Bruce sitting right there beside of him, ready to dish out some uh, wrestling news here. So, GTS, fire away, my man. Let's see what's on the table tonight.
5: All right. <coughs> um, let's put this bitch in the <laughs> All right. looks like Cody Rhodes teases a Dusty Rhodes project for 2017. It looks like a movie or a documentary on the late W. W.E. Hall of Famer Dusty Rhodes may be in the works for 2017. Dusty's son Cody Rhodes posts the following teaser on his Stardust account today, perhaps revealing the title The Last Cowboy. Oh, huh. Oh, interesting. That would be something to see. Yes, it would. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: hold on <clears throat> check what else is on the...
5: just bear with me my oh.
1: so Paul Heyman and Summer Rae have been going
5: back and forth with Boston Celtics VP of Digital Media, Peter Stringer, about getting courtside seats at the coming Celtics versus New York Knicks game. Summer has also did a photo shoot for Heyman's, Heyman's Hustle brand coming out in January. So apparently, Summer Rae is working with. Paul Heyman. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see what else there is. If there's anything else worth talking about. That's probably not.
1: It.
2: Layla
5: and Ricky Ortiz got married uh think last
2: weekend.
1: Oh. And I had a feeling what
0: they got for their wedding gift. A rally Ricky Otal. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I
0: remember those things. Jesus. I mean, that's crazy.
3: Hey, uh hey, by the way, that just reminded me you know how you know how, how he uh, proposed to
4: her,
3: hmm. by that song, Bud. You know what I'm talking about, Layla. Oh. Oh,
6: yeah, you got yeah. me on my
3: knees. <laughs> Eric Clapton. Yeah,
6: yeah, Eric Clapton. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, Okay. Uh, GTS, please continue, my friend. I'm sorry, I couldn't help it.
5: Well, we all know that. Well, I don't know if we all know, but McFoley's son Dewey, I think, is supposed to be writing for WDV, or he will be shortly or something. You probably reported that, right, JD,
0: sometime? I heard something about that. Yes, actually, believe it or not. That's pretty crazy. Well,
5: yeah, it is. But now, we have noted there's been talk with WWE possibly hiring McFoley's daughter. Yes, they should. Uh But McFoley is a backstage interviewer. According to... PW Insider. There's no plans to bring her in right now. Noelle does want the job and it's possible they'll bring her in later date but it's not happening right now. There's also where speculation that her height could be seen as a negative. Actually, yeah, she's pretty tall. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And
5: uh, apparently, uh, Bret Hart, I think, is trying to stop WWE from Aaron Stamper. Uh, stam- <laughs> I screwed that up. Stampede wrestling footage that he owns the right to.
3: Right, huh? Of course, of course. this is the Federation started by his dad, right? Yeah. Uh,
5: WWE is trying to air it, and uh, I guess they didn't get the right. So I guess Bret Hart's. Uh, um, hold on. It says Bret contacted WWE's Mark Canaro who claimed that WWE all that WWE owned all Stampede wrestling content after a deal was made with Bruce Hart. And Ross Hart, Brett then contacted Vince McMahon, who said he'd be would look into the matter first thing Monday. Brett also contacted WWE lawyer Scott Amen, saying there would be issues if the footage's question wasn't removed from the network. Brett then sent a copy of the deal between WWE and Ross Hart, which says Brett owns the right to all the footage. With him in it. Something that has been known for years, Vince ordered all stampede footage to be removed from the network until this situation is resolved. And that's all the news I have for today, unless JD has something to add.
0: There's a couple things I've got to add, and I'm going to make a comment about the Bret Hart incident. First, uh, there has been reports. However, we found out there is the new name of the Dudley Boys TV coming out. However, called Straight Out Dudleyville. However, the uh, the legacy of the Daily. uh, I said Daily Boys. I meant to say Dudley Boys. and that will be out on Monday, April the 11th, 2016. And we understand there is a documentary coming out about the life of Chris Candido sometime next year his brother's uh, talking to some people right now they're shooting footage of it right now it should be really some time but my comment is this about the Bret Hart Stampede DVD. you just brought up the Stampede in wrestling I understand Brett's a little miffed right now with the WWE about this however and they just came out with the Owen DVD on Tuesday I mean why is the WWE playing mind games again with Brett and his family this way this is absolutely ludicrous in more ways than one <laughs>
2: <laughs> hmm.
0: I mean, that is just asinine, yeah. if you ask me. Sure, sure, sure. So.
3: I read something earlier that, J.D., you said something to me, uh, that Natalia actually gave her opinion about yeah. the
0: uh, yes. Golden Heart DVD uh Yeah, she she liked it. She thought it was great. I mean, she had a lot lot of tears, but she thought it was a very good DVD, and I'm going to be getting it myself. I got a copy of it from my friend on Blu-ray, and I've talked to people offline the last day or so. They said it was a fantastic DVD.
3: Doing some inside reporting for us, aren't you there, buddy? (laughs) Trying to.
0: Trying to.
5: Hey,
3: uh, hey, that
5: sounds good
3: to me, man. The only one that won't like it is Brett. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably
0: right. And of course, Owen's wife. But that's pretty much it too. By Martha. Yeah. We, we know, and we know Martha's had her issues over the years. I mean, since the whole lawsuit thing and everything. But like I said, I mean, I mean, Brett's been forgiving events. It took a long time to forgive Vince. Understandable. But like I said, with this DVD out, however, I mean, just stop already. Stop acting like whiny, arrogant bitches, and just let the man have his legacy. I mean, seriously. Yeah.
3: Certainly. But let me, let me say this in talking about Owen's wife. Yeah. She's, if you, I'm sure Gerard, you and JD, and I'm sure John would agree with this too. I think Owen Hart's wife, has had, Owen Hart's widow has had an issue with WWE ever since the day he died. Yep. I'm sure it's been a long time, guys.
0: hmm How long How long has it been? Since 99, uh, it's been, it's just about 15 years now. 16 years. Mm-hmm.
5: Better let it so, go. Yep. Randy Savage's cool. brother let it go, and he finally, had, uh, you know, said, okay, I'll let him into the Hall of Fame, and they can do stuff on Randy Savage. He finally did it, so why didn't other people do it, too?
3: Right. Exactly. I mean, you see, here's one thing, that also, I wanted to talk about this, and and. And uh, Gerard, thank you very much. Gerard, did thank you very much for providing those news here tonight? And before we get to John's history and birthdays, I want to bring up one thing that we have heard, I've heard time and time again, and I'm sure you all have as well,
2: Mm -hmm.
3: that even though that ever since the deal with Benoit, I hate to keep bringing up Benoit here, but you know that ever since that happened, and, of course, since WWE got wind about what happened, Vincent man vowed that 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 on WWE programming that no that no mention of Benoit would ever nothing about Benoit would ever be said again, period.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Okay, we all heard that. We all remember that. Okay. Well, <clears throat> then, correct me if I'm wrong here, and I think um, I don't know if Gerard. You and JD both have the network. I'm not sure. Um,
5: yeah. Um, oh, I do. But it's Canadian you version, but it still counts, damn
3: it. <laughs> there, you well, there you go. there you go. Uh, there you go. That's absolutely. that y'all have said to me in the past that supposedly that, that there was supposed to be no mention of Benoit at all. Yet all of a sudden, you're starting to hear it. Bits yep. and some pieces of it. I mean, I mean, even as like I mentioned before, on the Sting DVD that came out. The match, I think it was like the last match on the second disc, it was a tag match pitting Sting and Savage versus the Nasty Boys. And and they they, they talked about, the commentators talked about Randy Savage carrying a briefcase that they stole from the horsemen. Now, they plainly, forgive me if I'm wrong, but they plainly said Benoit, did they not?
0: Uh Uh-huh. But did
3: WWE edit it out? Right. No. No. So, so, I mean, I mean, unless it was somehow requested by another party or something, you know, maybe they're easing off on that some. I don't know. But, I mean, but this is what I'm talking about here. You know, the, the fans want to remember these wrestlers who have, who have been gone a long time. Despite the fact you know that what happened to him and all, you know, I mean, some people and, and and Gerard, we have stressed this many, many times, and I know you 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 you're one of those that doesn't like hearing it said. That it has been being it's been said for a long time, but <clears throat> about the the situation with Benoit. Yes, what Benoit did was wrong, and you know. There, there's a lot of things I'm sure that, that I'm sure that they'll probably take away from, from the man, and they're already probably taking away from the man. But, I mean, we all would agree with the fact that they shouldn't take away the fact that he was one of the best professional wrestlers in the history of this business. They should not wipe him completely off the wrestling map. I know even though this is a big, you know, a big, there was a big situation. This was, well, what, eight years ago when this happened. But and they're still talking about it today. So but this this thing about Owen Harden kinda of reminds me and I had to bring that up, my apologies there, gentlemen, but I had to bring this up. Because this kinda of, this kind of reminds me about and I know Gerard, I know you said many times, you know, give the man some peace. I think in a way I think you 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 you've been saying that. And and we should. But, but like I said, I mean, just don't don't stop discontinuing to drag the man's name in the dirt for crying out loud. It's just remember for what he did, what he brought to this business. That's all I really got to say about that. So, um, so I'm I'm sorry, guys, if I got off track here.
0: And it wasn't and let me just finish by saying in general, Backgramm to you, Chad, and everyone else will too, it wasn't like he did anything wrong. It was just a freak mishap and it was bad timing.
3: Yes. Yes. I would I would I would agree. I would agree. But of course this is gonna be a debate, it's gonna be up open for a long time and I'm sure it's never gonna be solved. Yep. So I mean I mean I mean they're gonna so claim that Benoit killed his own wife and his son. But there, there's been word popping out from different sources saying that it's 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 disclaiming just, just the, the act it's disclaiming the so-called truth.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, but like I said, we're just going to have to wait and see here because they're never gonna let it go. Uh-uh. It's, it's never I mean, it's probably gonna be talked about for years and years to come. I mean, it's, it's about as bad as you know the the, the mystery behind what happened to the. To George Reeves, who played Superman in, in the 1950s. I mean, that's one of the most morbid mysteries ever of all time. And this right here is almost getting up close to that level, my personal opinion. Yep.
0: Yeah.
3: So there you go. 1 444 7444, call D138055 pound. This is the mothership broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, WWS Revolution. Oh, <laughs> and of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. And joining me is, of course, the 2014 Hall of Famer and the mainstay of w w u s King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, the man, the myth, and the legend, I should say. Yes. Uh, also on the line here, uh, the Man J.D. Gerardy Geramo, of course, the 2015 Hall of Famer. And, of course, also on the chat box here tonight, <coughs> it is the one and the only uh, human-supposed machine, John Gross. Now, we seem to have... Let me say here. All I'm saying is, is, these,
6: is in my opinion. For our own <laughs> lawsuits. It could be a class action uh,
3: have anything to do with uh a lawsuit. Okay. they like you say, they have real evidence. We don't an experience yes. is not evidence.
6: Um the thing is some of us do have evidence and also
0: What the um, what the
6: Yes we do. Really? We've got evidence. A lot of us have evidence and a lot of the things yes, they have their evidence. We have our experience have no idea, and evidence, no especially like Dwight is helping us all put together some solid, solid data. Um, we do have evidence done. Yes, it will work help for us. No longer will attorneys want to turn around and say you're crazy. No, we're not crazy. Here's here's a whistleblower
2: that worked for the NSA who is filing a lawsuit against the NSA with the same complaint. What is going what is on here? Going on here? We we're so much further ahead with this if they. So with, so he's whistleblowing that they use uh, electronic harassment and whatnot, just
6: out breaking. I'll tell you it. what. I'm going to post this on. Do you have a computer?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm going to post so long, this on so you. And go read
2: the
0: here, okay.
2: Okay.
0: All right. It's very. Thin. Okay. Got yep. Hold
1: on. I'm All right, guys. Can you hear me? What was that? <laughs> yeah, Gerard. Can you hear me? Okay,
3: he stepped away. Okay, JD. I don't know what the heck that was.
0: Neither do I. I. I'm wondering what the hell that was, too.
3: <laughs> well,
0: well, I blocked
3: it, so I don't know what the heck it is. Um, so, but 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 it almost took you and Gerard out in the process. But I got you. I got both of y'all back on. Okay. I forgot a, forgot a way to do it. Gerard, are you back? Okay, he'll he'll be right back here momentarily. No, it just came up as unknown.
1: Okay, now it hung up. Now now, now now it hung up.
3: That's never
0: happened on this.
3: Nope.
0: That's never happened on this. We've been hijacked. Someone's trying to hijack us.
3: I'm gonna call I'm gonna that talk to you and tell them what happened.
0: Anyway, <clears throat>
3: anyway, get back here, ladies and gentlemen. My, my all apologies here, ladies and gentlemen, here on the mothership broadcast here tonight, uh, December eleventh, two thousand fifteen. Apparently we had some sort of miscommunication go on. Uh them talking about the N- National Space Agency or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the heck was going on with that. Uh but it had nothing to do with what Gerard and J D and, and John and myself was talking about in terms of wrestling. So we will get back into this, and what I'm going to do is JD in the. Hold on a sec. The, the I put it back on uh, to try to keep it blocked in case something like that was was to happen again. So, but uh, I, but uh, we to keep a watch out on this. Yes. Okay, Gerard, are you back? It should be about about momentarily. Uh, Anyway, uh, here's here's some wrestling history that John's got for us for December the 11th, 2015. Of course, uh, speaking of, of course, you're talking about artists, coming out all DX night here tonight here, ladies and gentlemen. But he has a, his first piece of wrestling history has to do with DX. Very interesting. It was on this day in 1997. It was taped in Lowell, Massachusetts, but it was televised on December twenty second, when Triple H defeated Shawn Michaels to win the European title. I remember this. Yes, okay. Was this JD Cat kind of similar to what WCW did with the finger pooping doom? Yes. Ladies, uh, yeah, this? and
0: I think this was DX's only attempt to try to do like what E C W did until they did the one night same thing, like a one night show where it was all about them, and they decided to rename it to DX Pay-Per-View in their name. Right, okay, okay. Thirteen years ago, uh,
3: John's got a TNA moment here. Sonny Siaki defeated Jerry Lynn to win the NWA X Division title.
2: Hmm.
3: Hmm. Okay. Also, another TNA moment, ten years ago today, today, TNA had a turning point when Jeff Hardy was suspended and released from the company and the announcement of Sting's TNA debut in
1: 2005.
3: Uh, And before we mention any more here, gentlemen, uh, I do believe, uh, J.D., I think you gave us fair warning here a little while ago. Yes. Uh, The Spider has made its way back into the studio here.
0: Uh, Dana couldn't keep him at the North Pole. He decided to bring him down tonight. Yes, it
3: is. Uh, is 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 the owner of Miss MLD out there tonight? Yep. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: yes, it is, and ladies and gentlemen. This is the other half of the team that brings you Attitude Radio every Saturday night at nine, right here on Talkshoe dot com. The lovely, lovely, of course, as always, uh, the Black Widow herself, Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds. Uh, Michelle, welcome to the Friday edition of WWS Revolution. I'm glad you. Uh, it wasn't on when we had some some sort of interruption uh, while we were talking about something about the uh, uh, we were talking we were talking about it in reference to a, a story having to do with I think what was it JD about Bret Hart yeah. the Stampede Rest, I think it was and all of a sudden this thing just came on a caller by the name of unknown popped on all of a sudden there was this discussion going on about. Something about the NSA and all that stuff. I couldn't figure out what it was, so I had to block it for the time for the time being. And at the at the thing is, it almost blocked everybody else. But luckily, I was able to keep everybody on and keep it blocked in case we had a, something, another one of these situations happen again. So I don't know who it was. I mean, we never had that happen before on these shows. So, but I'm gonna try to find out. But what happened from Talk Show tomorrow? we had an interruption during our broadcast tonight so but i'm glad you weren't here when it happened i'm glad
6: well i'm i'm going to stay on as long as i can unfortunately my son is under the weather so oh uh yeah oh. he came home and oh. wasn't feeling well after practice so
3: okay well that's okay well I, however long do you get salmon my dear, that's quite all right that's we we're glad to even to get we, we're glad we get to here tonight so that that's that's the most wonderful thing. So we appreciate you coming, popping out here tonight. I was just uh, going through our wrestling history of birthday here, Michelle. I'll go back and uh uh also tonight, Michelle, our wrestling Profile series will be on DX. Hmm. And speaking of which we I also created another group that has to do with D X. So, uh Is Gerard he, here? He, he yes, he's here.
6: Oh, okay. um, Hi, Gerard. Gerard. Hello. Hello. Hello,
0: JD. <laughs> Hello, Michelle. How are you tonight? <laughs> and, uh, well, I'm uh, just
6: a little worried about my son, but oh man, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to
0: hear the, the mini Brock is under the weather.
6: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah.
3: yeah. G- Gerard, I don't know if you heard or not, but we had an interruption while we were talking a little while ago. I'm not sure who that was. Um, all that popped on here was saying something about unknown, and I don't know what the heck happened, <clears throat> but I blocked it so that way it wouldn't happen again. You,
5: you
3: uh, tell them to suck it. I, I Only that they heard us. I mean, they, they were just talking as if another show was trying to ch- was trying to interrupt ours for some reason. I don't know what that. Well,
5: I was on. Wrong, I would have
0: told them
3: to suck it. I've
0: told him more than suck it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, uh, but yeah, I'll go on and read wow.
3: wrestling history and birthdays here for December the 11th. Uh, and talking about DX, there is a DX moment in here for the start off here on this date in uh, 1997. Uh, it was it was taped in Lowell, Massachusetts, but it wasn't televised <clears throat> until 11 days later on the 22nd. Triple H defeated Shawn Michaels to win the European title couple of TNA moments here, 13 years ago tonight, Sonny Siaki defeated Jerry Lynn to win the NWA X Division title. And 10 years ago today, TNA had turning point when Jeff Hardy was suspended and released from the company and the announcement of Sting's TNA debut in 2005. And before the show came on, this is another one right here. Five years ago today, WWE held tribute to the troops it was the final time that it was held outdoors. Okay. Hmm. In 2011, the event was actually held in a, in, a, in a arena. And, Gerard, you're going to love this. Uh, a year ago tonight in 2014, Gerard's favorite guy, Mr. K.O. himself, Kevin Owens, made his NXT debut when he defeated C.J. Parker
5: pop-up
2: powerbomb. Yes. <laughs> and they an impact after the
3: big NXT title match between Sami Zayn and Neville, in which Sami Zayn won the title against Neville. And also today, uh, Rey Mysterio celebrates his 41st birthday. I did not know he was that old. Hmm. So... John, is there any other wrestling on uh, uh birthdays or history of any of John says he never gets tired of John says he never gets tired of hearing the pop up power bomb. <laughs> I don't either I love I I love hearing it. Yeah, I love hearing it. John, anything else there Buzz, before we go before we continue on?
2: <laughs>
6: My dog has a lot to say tonight. I don't know if y'all can hear her. Oh. Oh.
0: Well, if the dog could talk, it's saying, think I know authority the last two weeks. Uh,
6: yeah, more like she wants to get out and hunt.
0: What kind do you oh. have?
6: I have a Norwegian elk hound and three German shepherds.
0: Okay, I have two German short hair pointers. One was a rescue. Today's her birthday. And uh, that was the rescue, who's 11 today. And you know, we used to have three, and they were all pointers. And um, the other one, they're both females. One's named Callie, one's named Haley. No. Oh. Of course, I used to have a boxer, and I will get another
3: boxer. Oh, so my, niece all has my friend
0: box. Has, box, has a boxer. His name's Rooney after uh, uh, Rooney of the Steelers because. Uh, like I said, he's lived in Pittsburgh his life, and his wife originally came from what I think he she originally lived in Cleveland. I'm not real sure. Um,
3: uh, uh, and, and then that, I, I told you the story before, but I got to tell you this one more time. While I'm waiting on John's John's answer here. Um, they got my niece, a boxer puppy, earlier this year. They lost sadly They had they had a female. Uh, white boxer. For she lived to be 15 years old.
6: Wow, that's good for boxers. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. She was, mm-hmm. so she was actually Michelle. This, 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 girl was born at the turn of the century. She was born January 1st, 2000. Exactly. Oh wow. Exactly. I'm not kidding. Exactly. Yes. Um, but she started getting sick around Halloween last year, and she made it to her 15th birthday, but she didn't live too long after that. Unfortunately uh and then they had also an 11 year old pug uh, who a uh, male pug who uh did and uh, i think uh earlier part of the year he sadly he passed away too uh, uh, but they got her cuz she's been doing she's a, my my niece smart smart as a whip guys smart as a whip 14 year turned 14 this year smart smart girl Nice. They got they yes, absolutely. They got her a male boxer puppy. Aww. Oh yes. Let me tell you something, guys. This dog is. Let me see. I'm trying to trying to count here. He will be I think about seven months old, coming up in the next couple days. I think. This dog is about the size, almost about the size of a pony. Yeah, I think it did. yeah, he's. A, he, yeah, he is. Oh, well, he's big now. I mean, he don't look like a puppy. He looks like an adult, but he's only seven months old, almost. So, and, but here, here is the trick. My niece was a big fan of that movie from the '80s called The Breakfast Club. <laughs> no, no joke, no joke. And more specifically she was a big fan of Judd Nelson's character from that movie. So she named the dog Judd. Mm No the dog's name is Judd. Yeah. And my sister kind of joked around saying, Well his middle name is the character that Judd Nelson played in the Breakfast Club, Bender.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Judd Bender Nelson.
3: (laughs) Well, well, the same last name as her, though, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but still, but, I mean, that surprised me, though, a 14-year-old girl who was who was born long after this movie came out would even look at this movie and just become fascinated with, with something from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: said,
3: wow. I said, okay. Hey, I'm a big 80s nut, too, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, I still remember the 80s. Um, anyway, <clears throat> Uh, John thank you, uh, John said that's all he's got for tonight. So, John, thank you very much here for providing us with all the rest of history and birthdays. Gerard and J.D., of course, thank you very much. Thank you very much. For, blah, 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 blah. Excuse me. Thank you so much for providing us with the news tonight. I do greatly appreciate that. Now i got my tongue on tight, Now we can go ahead and get the business here. We go right, we're going to jump right on into it here, guys. And I and I don't have to play any more music because everybody knows what we're doing tonight. We're doing a wrestler Profile Series on. Uh, Gerard, I think you got two words for us, don't you? What's those two words?
5: I do. If you're not down with that, I got two words for you. Suck it.
3: Yes, I do. It's basically the most infamous uh, controversial group in all of professional history, the Generation X. Um, did, I, did I miss
6: the SmackDown review?
3: We didn't we
5: didn't talk about SmackDown.
0: Smackdown no. sucked. We didn't talk about it. We bypassed yeah. it. <laughs> What's SmackDown? Yeah. There's a SmackDown? What's a smackdown? <laughs> lay it to I'm smackdown. gonna lay the smackdown. <laughs> <laughs> You said you were gonna
4: lay the
3: SmackDown on us tonight, Michelle. Yeah. But uh, here we go. Oh, I'm ready. Uh, are you ready?
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. She said she's ready, so hey, okay. J.D., are you ready? I'm ready. She wasn't ready. <laughs> I'm more than ready. I'm looking at a billboard right now. It says here, coming to uh, Pennsylvania Premier Wrestling, Billy Gunn on January 16th. There you go, Michelle. Oh! We'll fly, we'll
3: fly we'll show up to uh, Pennsylvania
0: to look at Billy Gunn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Billy Billy he might Dennis. actually you know what I was just thinking with the with the rumble in uh, Orlando, you never know, he might show up at the rumble.
3: Mm-hmm. Well I think Gerard didn't use tell us one time in a, in a report or something. Something I mean, w w e has said that if Billy Greg can clean up his act they might hire him back.
5: Yeah, they said if he can keep his uh act clean for like I think it was six months or something or they would hire him back.
3: Okay, okay. Well, right, here we go, right here, ladies and gentlemen, here with our talk about DX, and I, of course, a professional wrestling stable and a later known as a tag team best known for their appearances in the WWF WWE. The group originally in the midst of the WWF's Attitude Era in 1997 as a foil to another prominent faction, the Hart Foundation. Oh, okay. Yes. After its original run with members Shawn Michaels, Hunter Hurst Townsley, of course, we all know him as Triple H, China, and Rick Rude. The group expanded to become a mainstay of the Attitude Era with new additions like x pac The New Age Outlaws, which, of course, was The Road Dogg and Billy Gunn, oh, and wow.
2: Michelle goes,
3: there you go, mm-hmm. and Tori, until it disbanded in August of 2000. After a teased reunion in 2002, DX reformed in June 2006 at the duo of Triple H and Shawn Michaels for the remainder of the year. And again, August of 2009 until March 2010, chosen for Michaels retirement, reunited in the ring again the, in 2002 for the for the 1,000th episode of Raw. This incarnation was voted the greatest WWE tag team champions of all time in a 2013 WWE viewer poll. Of course, <clears throat> uh, some of their names they are known as, uh, of course, Generation X, spelled D Generation X. And then, of course, D-Generation with D-E, Generation X. And then, of course, simply D-X. It made its debut on August 11th, 1997. It officially disbanded on March 1st, 2010. And it got, in parentheses, non, non-wrestling reunion since. Okay. Of course, it was active between 97 and 2000. Uh, of course, again, 06, between 06 and 07, between 09 and 10 and 10, and the present time, as a matter of fact. Of course, it was all, it was all just exclusive to the WWF slash WWE. <coughs> the group's gimmick was best known as a gang of rebels who broke the rules, acted and spoke as they pleased, and wrestled whoever they wanted, no matter how provocative and insulting. Known for their crude, and profane humor, crude, profane humor and soft-marked pranks, the stable has been dubbed multiple times as the most controversial group in WWF slash WWE history. Michael's, Shawn Michaels' autobiography suggested it was the WF head writer Vince Russo, who first conceived the moniker for the faction, while Hart claims it originated from the New York Post-Communist film Mushnik, a frequent, crit, frequent critic of the WWF. DX was one of the three main contributing factors, along with Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and The Rock. To the onset of, of the WWF's Attitude Era, WWF slash WWF chairman Vince McMahon has repeatedly denied that DX was inspired or heavily influenced by WCW's NWO, though the core members of both on-screen all-screen factions included members of professional wrestling's Click. <clears throat> Sean Waltman even served as a member of both groups, as did Michaels, briefly during the NWO's revival in the WWF slash in 2002. On October 6, 1997, in one of the earliest DX promos, in fact, the week before the group was officially named, Michael's alluded to this off-screen connection after Bret Hart claimed to have destroyed the clique and destroyed the clique, and to have run Scott Hall and Kevin Nash out of town. That is from the WWF to to the WCW slash NWO. Michaels declared the clique owns this professional wrestling business and said that it, as, that, that, and said that it had really undergone expansion rather than destruction. Okay. Here's some of the history right here. <clears throat> According to Triple H, WF management wanted to keep apart the clique, which he and Michaels were members, so they were hesitant to prepare to deal together at first. Despite this, the group began to collide on the August 1st, 1997 main event of Raw's war. During Michaels' match with Mankind, Hunter, uh, Triple H and China both interfered as they were feuding with Mankind. Towards the end of the match, Rick Rude returned to the WF for Venom, as Michaels' bodyguard and helped him win the match by attacking Mankind with a chair. The following week on a while Michaels and Triple H teamed up to take on Mankind and The Undertaker, only to lose the match by DQ after Michaels used the chair on The Undertaker. Michaels would eventually face The Undertaker at ground zero <coughs> in your house. Also, Mercedes with Triple H, China and Rude all interfering on Michaels' behalf to make the match and in and no contest. They were... Often shown on television, practicing sophomore crude humor and rebelling against authority figures in the company, primarily Vincent man who was a commentator at the time when this happened, and then Commissioner Sergeant Soder, the latter of which DX I a particular habit of, humili- of humiliating by giving him the nickname Sergeant Slobber. <laughs>
0: I remember I briefly remember that. Part. I do remember this very well. They used to torture him to no way, however. Oh, yeah, okay, Sarge, so we're gonna we're gonna listen to him and then he gives us a suck at that part too. Yeah, and I
3: remember. I remember they used to wear uh, face cards because they claimed Sarge's solder was spitting in their faces.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, with like the little uh, antennas and everything like that. Windshield wipers. Yes, yeah, it windshield wipers. too. Yeah. <laughs> D Generation
3: X's first few was against the Hart Foundation, who was led by Michael's nemesis Bret Hart. At WWF One Night Only, the group helped Michael's beat Foundation member Bruce Blood off for the European title, making Michael's the first. The WF's first Grand Slam champion. On screen, the name was taken from comments by Hart, who on several occasions, including the October 6, 1997 episode of Raw, had labeled Michaels nothing more than a degenerate. The following week, on October 13th, 1997, Michaels made Degeneration X the group's official name, mocking, mockingly cited Hart's insults as his inspiration. Although DX and <coughs> the members of the Hart Foundation continued to battle on screen and some fashion to the end of 1997, the Bret Hart Shawn Michaels feud ended abruptly at Survivor Series when Michaels won his third WWF World Heavyweight title via the Montreal Screwjob, whereby Hart was lied to about the match's predetermined outcome and subsequently quit the company along with Bulldog and Jim Neinhardt. Rude was also legitimately upset over the Montreal Screwjob, and, he's just, so, and he pretty much left DX and the WF to return to WCW as the only Hart Foundation that remained in the WWF. Owen Hart continued to feud with DX, specifically Triple H. (coughs) (coughs) DX was used as the title title of the WWF DX In Your House pay-per-view telecast on December 7, 1997. By this point, Michael's holding the WWF title and European title and DX's victory in the feud with the Hart Foundation. Their stance as the lead stable in the company was solidified. Michaels headlined the event and was disqualified in a WF4 heavyweight title of defense against Ken Shamrock when Owen Hart interfered had that off screen since Survivor Series. Earlier that night, Triple H defeated Sergeant Sauter of Solder with the Help of China in a boot camp match. On the on the December twenty episode of Raw as war, however, the two were wrestled each other for the European belt. In a mock match, Michaels laid down while Triple H ran down the ring and eventually pinned him for the title. In the beginning of 98, Triple H exchanged the European title with Owen Hart. At WrestleMania 14, Shawn Michaels was the reigned WWF World Champion, and Triple H was the reigned European Champion. They recruited uh, boxer Mike Tyson to act as a special enforcer in the main event of the night, featured Michaels against Stone Cold Steve Austin. At the end of the match, D- Tyson turned on DX and cost Michaels the match. The night after WrestleMania, of course, this is the era between 98 and 99 with the DX Army. The night after WrestleMania, Triple H ejected the absent Michaels for dropping the ball over the Tyson incident. In reality, Michaels had suffered a back injury and started a four-year hiatus from wrestling. <coughs> Triple H assumed full leadership of DX and recruited X-Pac, who had been recently fired from WCW and the WF Tag Team Champions, New Age Laws, Billy Gunn, and Jesse James, into the stable. While the intent was for the stable to remain heels, they became hugely popular and were eventually pushed as fans' favorites. During this time, they treated with the heel gimmick of The Rock and his group, The Nation of Domination, and then later Vince McMahon's Corporation. The group remained united in the pop popular Event, 1998, into early 1999. <sighs> On episodes of Rawls, War in April and May, the X went to war with WCW, with the WWF was in direct competition at the time through a series of legitimate visits to WCW headquarters and live events. <clears throat> On April 27, 1998, Rawls' war and Nitro both took place in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia, a mere 19 miles apart. DX traveled from the from the WF show in Hampton to the Scope in Norfolk, and shouted insults against WW through a bullhorn, as well as Metro that the WWF gave out free tickets to fill up arenas for television while sporting black armbands with the acronym POWCW, which obviously stands for Prisoner of WCW, <laughs> which referenced Click members Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. They they then tried to enter the arena via a loading dock in their armor before being stopped by someone closing the door. They also attempted to secure means with Nitro's executive producer Eric Bischoff and WCW owner Ted Turner at, at WCW headquarters in Atlanta, Georgia. Another segment used computer graphics to make an appearance if Triple H had flown over the arena where WCW and Nitro was taking place. I wrote WCW sucks and DX second
0: in the sky. Oh the spray paint in McMahon's jet, remember and green spray paint?
3: Yeah, that's that 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 comes late. This is late this is early, this is late man. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. Late. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's okay. That's alright. The group also appeared with the new corporate commissioner, former DX leader Shawn Michaels, who turned all in the group out to cross an pocket WF title match against the rock. The faction would continue to feud with Michael Souette late in nineteen ninety eight, with Michael was reversing Billy Guns Intercontinental title victory against Bamrock, costing the outlaws tag team titles, and he managed to lure the outlaws into the corporation on the defense episode of Rawls War. However, the outlaws quickly revealed this to have been a ruse turned on the corporation that same night. The corporation turned on Michaels in January ninety nine. He was taken in by DX once more. The this too this was shortened later that night. DX was just a risk of being ambushed uh, by the corporation with well, Xbox commenting what goes around, come, comes around. <clears throat> Some of the group's number of promos were their parodies of their rivals. On July 6, 1998, DX carried out the first of these statements. It is it is, it is, it is, it is they mocked the nation, with Triple H portraying The Rock, referred to as The Croc, Road Dog playing D Brown. Referred to as B-Lo Brown. Billy Gunn playing the Godfather, referred to as the Gunfather.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> X Pac is Mark Henry, referred to as Mizark Henry. Hey,
5: hey. <laughs> That's it.
3: And Impressionist Jason Sensation as Owen Hart. On December 14, 1998, they would turn their attention to the corporation with, with Triple H again appearing as the Croc, Road Dogg playing McMahon. And with two midgets representing Briscoe and Patterson, kissing his behind throughout. <laughs> Billy Gunn playing shame of man wearing an adult diaper. Oh <laughs> X-Pac playing Ken Shamrock. China as the big boss man. And Sensation returned to play Shawn Michaels. These parodies would be resurrected during the Fourth Incarnation. July 1999, the members gradually turned on one another. Initially, China turned on Triple H and the corporation on January 19th. At WrestleMania 15, China turned on their fellow corporation member Kane, helping Triple H to defeat him. Later that night, Triple H and China interfered in Xbox European title match with Shane McMahon. Initially, it appeared that they were there to help Xbox, but Triple H quickly turned on the and a pedigree to his stable stablemate, crossing him from that. China and Triple H would then join the corporation, <coughs> with Kane being ousted. As a result, Xbox began to share a bond with Kane which resulted in Kane becoming associated with the faction and the duo holding the WF Tag Team Championship twice. <clears throat> Though the group maintained a united front against the corporation, Billy Gunn became frustrated at Kane's presence and the New Age Outlaw's inability to win the Tag Team titles from X-Pac and Kane. Following one such defeat on the April 29th episode of SmackDown, Gunn became angry at X-Pac. The following week on Sunday night, he apologized to X-Pac. Uh, that him and X-Pac's back was turned signed his frustration as being, as being held back and departing from DX, therefore reducing the members to just Road Dog and X-Pac. On the following weeks, Gunn will continue to attack X-Pac and, and, and Road Dogg, ultimately chased away by Kane. In July, Triple H tried to tell Billy Gunn that Road Dog and X-Pac were making a lot more money from DX's royalty than the other three due to them still using the name as a tag team. It's set to a tag team match at Fully Loaded, whereby the winners would get the rights to use the DX name. and which Road dog and X-Pac won, but not officially a member upon winning the tag team Thomas from the Acolytes on August 9th, Kane, under a pressure from partner X-Pac, uttered his first words without the help from a voice box, said words being, "Suck it."
0: Mm-hmm. My name is Kane, and I talk with a voice box.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, DX during the demand helps the air between 99 and 2000. On October 25th, the group Minus China reformed its villains when Triple H and Xbox helped the manage outlaws who had reunited a month, previous, reunited a month previously, defeat Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. On that week's Smackdown, Xbox just said dates would get bigger, hinting that Kane would finally become an official member. However, later that night, he turned on Kane, following the match with the Dublin boys, saying so there would be no additional members. That same night, DX were hunted down by Austin with Stone Cold catching Road Dog and a bear trap, Billy Gunn, and a moose, having a portion of the backstage stealing fall on X-Pac, and finally catching the whole group in a net. From then on, Kane and X-Pac would feud. It was x eventually stealing Kane's storyline girlfriend, Tori, on January 2nd, 27th, 2000, with Tori becoming a member of DX. Triple H was also married, in quotation marks, Stephanie McMahon, who would also joined the group. about so this period, the D- heel DX would feud-, feud-, feud with the likes of Austin, The Rock, Shane of Man, Mankind, Captain Jack, Chris Jericho, and Kane. Primarily secured and protecting the Triple H's definitive title, which he had won on January third, 2000. They would arrive at arenas in a tour bus called the DX Express. Until mid-2000, DX remained a strong united group. In early 2000, however, Billy Gunn, was placed out of action for several months after suffering an injury during a match with the Dudley Boys. On-screen gun storyline involved him getting thrown out of DX because he lost his cool. X-Pac team was road dog once again, but the two never reached the heights of the new Hedge new Outlaws had. At WrestleMania 2,000 Vince man did a baby face, turned on The Rock, and aided Triple H in retaining his belt. <coughs> the, group, the group was officially dubbed the McMahon-Helmsley faction. On March 30th, h and Tori assisted the seventh man in winning the Women's Championship from Jacqueline. On April 12th, Steve Austin used McQueen to drive a steel beam on the DX Express tour-, tour bus, crushing the bus in the parking lot. <coughs> Sorry about that, guys. I had a beep. Uh, I took care of it. The Rock defeated Triple H at Backlash in a match which featured Steve Austin's brief return to the WWF. The Triple H regained the title in the following month of Judgment Day, The group gradually broke apart. Road Dogg and X-Pac became frustrated by their lack of success in the tag team and turned on each other. Culminating in a match at SummerSlam, which X-Pac won by late 2000, Triple H had become a solo star. On the November 6, 2000 episode of Raw, the group temporarily rejoined except for X-Pac, who was injured to take on on the Radicals uh, Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, and Perry Saturn in an eight-person tag team match, which DX won. The match included the uh, the group doing their own DX entrance, as well as telling telling the crowd the second as a symbolic end to DX. China, Billy Gunn, Road Dogg, and K. Quick. <coughs> Road Dogg's new tag team partner, however, defeated with the Radicals that month. Eventually, led to a match of the Survivor Series. The Radicals actually won that match. I think they actually cheated, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. But, but anyway. Uh, DX reformations. After, after that, DX remained unseen and largely unmentioned until Shawn Michaels returned to WWE in 2002. With the acquisition of Triple H being presented, presented by uh, <clears throat> by Michaels and then Raw measure Measurer Bischoff decided decide to sign a contract to join Raw as part of the brand extension of Vengeance. The following night, on the July 22nd episode of Raw, at Shawn Michaels' 37th birthday, a week after the breakup of the NWO, Triple H handed Michaels a DX t-shirt and said that he had an idea, suggested that the two reform the group and make Eric Bischoff's life a living hell. The duo later came out that night to develop abuse from crotch chops and power to the delight of the crowd. However, Triple H turned on Shawn Michaels that same night. He had teased the reunion as employed to appease Michaels and lure him into the ring before giving him a pedigree, making Triple H a villain once again. This act led to the in return of Michaels at SummerSlam and was a genesis of a long feud between the two that ended with a Triple H victory during a Hell of a Cell match at Bad Blood in 2004. Okay, here we go. The reformed duo here between 06 and 07 and 09 and 10. In 2006, a series of events occurred, which hinted at a DX reunion. At Rep- WrestleMania 22, former member Shawn Michaels and Triple H performed the crotch chop. During their respective matches, the former against Mr. McMahon and the latter against John Cena for the WWE title, which was met with loud cheering from the fans and attendance, the two continued to deliver chops in the following episodes of Raw as Michael was with Vince and Shane McMahon and Triple H focused on the WWE title, repeatedly running into McMahon in the process. On the June 12th episode of Raw, the events came to a hand when during Triple H's gallant match against the Spirit Squad Sean Bacchus came in to help his former friend. After the duo had laid out the entire spirit squad, the two men began to perform their crotch chops. The X continued their brash antics at the expense of the spirit squad. The demands, and Jonathan Coachman for several weeks and repeatedly took part in lately camp product placement during raw promos. Most of their antics were now involved in practice practical jokes on Vince. On the June 26th episode of Raw, they added to the list of pairs of Triple H impersonating Vince McMahon, talking about his his love of dicks. (laughs) A double entree referring to Dick Ambersole, Dick Clark, and Dick Cheney, as well as the male member. (laughs) This was also used again repeatedly with Rooster saying that Vince loved cocks. (laughs) (laughs) While Michaels impersonated Shane McMahon. When Vince Shane and the Spirit Squad came to confront them, in the contents of a porta potty we're, were promptly dumped on them. <laughs> yes. Uh, excuse me for a minute. <clears throat> on the July 3rd episode of Raw, as a result of their actions on, on June 26th, Vince banned DX from the arena. DX responded by infiltrating inside the production truck and performing a series of pranks on Mr. McMahon, including focusing a camera on McMahon in a public restroom which was shown on the Raw Titantron, as well as tampering with his microphone. At the end of the episode, as Vince tried to leave the his, his limousine, fireworks were activated inside the limousine, shooting out of the moonroof, causing a dazed Vince McMahon to crawl out, covered in soot, at which point DX greeted him with a sparkling wish him a happy 4th of July. <laughs> yeah, I remember that was great. <clears throat> on the August 21st episode of Raw, DX repeatedly vandalized Vince's property by tagging DX... On first, Vince McMahon's $30 million private debt. JD, you did mention that a little while ago. Then the front of the WWE World Headquarters building, and finally Vince's limousine, as well as tying a chain to the back axle of the limousine, causing the axle to be finally pulled off with Vince and Shane trying to leave. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> that was bad.
2: Ah, <coughs> ah that damn DX.
3: <laughs> that was good. <coughs> During the feud, DX defeated the Spirit Squad at Vengeance, and on the July 15th edition of the Saturday Night's Main Event, as well as the McMahons, Vince and Shane at SummerSlam, at Unforgiven, and the Handicap Hound, the match that pictured the big show on the McMahon side. The DX again came out victorious. Of course, everybody else remembers what happened during that match, too. I won't go into details on that. <coughs> DX's debut was was rated RKO for an engine, uh, Michelle, open your ears. Randy Orton. <laughs>
2: uh-uh.
3: uh, yeah. At Cyber Sunday, the fans <laughs> selected Eric Bischoff over Vince McMahon and Jonathan Coachman to be the special guest referee for the match. Bischoff allowed the illegal use of a steel chair to get ready to RKO the win, marking DX's first defeat at a tag team since the reunion in June 2006. As Series, Michaels and Triple H got back at Edge and Orton by leading Team DX which would be Triple H, Shawn Michaels, the Hardy Boys, and CM Punk, to a 5-0 sweep over team-rated RKO, which was Edge, Orton, Gregory Helms, Johnny Nitro, and Mike Knox. In 2007, DX challenged for the World Tag Team titles against Edge and Orton in New Year's Revolution. The fight ended in a no contest after Michaels hit the referee. During the match, Triple H suffered a legitimate torn quadriceps. After the match, DX beat down rated RKO with steel chairs, and on the announce <clears> tables. <throat> After Triple H's injury, Sean Michaels continued to uphold the DX by himself leading into WrestleMania 23. Michaels will still come to the ring with the DX music and the tire, even though Triple H was not joining him during this period. During this time, he captured the World Tag Team Tiles with John Cena and went on, <coughs> went on to Cena at WrestleMania 23 for the WWE title. Michaels will to use the DX. DX motif until after backlash, at which point he reverted to his traditional entrance music and attire, thus ending this incarnation of DX. Michaels and Triple H teamed up again under the DX, under the DX on the January 20, 2008 episode of Raw, defeating Umaga and Minsky. Despite DX reforming for one night only occasions, both Triple H and Shawn Michaels have used the crotch chop since the one night only returns. On the September 29, 2008 edition of Raw, the Shawn Michaels reunited DX, taking on Chris Jericho and Lance Cade. They won by DQ due to Cade and Jericho attacking Michaels on the ladder. After being mocked by John Morrison and the Miz <coughs> for two weeks, on the 800th ep- episode celebration of Raw, DX defeated the duo. During the Christmas season, DX appeared in numerous vignettes to, rem- to promote DX clothing and other WWE merchandise. One such commercial also featured Kelly Kelly. I think that's when they were calling like out the video game. I think is, what, is when Kelly. Yeah, out. I think
0: that's what it was, too.
3: Yeah, she was wearing a jersey too. I think. In the 2009 WWE draft on April 3rd, 2009, Triple H was drafted back to the Raw brand. Okay, in April 2009, Michaels took on took a hiatus after, from WWE after losing to the Undertaker at at WrestleMania 25. Meanwhile, Triple H was involved in competing with Randy Orton and the Legacy, Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase. The feud continued from spring through the summer with Triple H, mainly combating with Orton, holding the WWE title. Eventually, Triple H would begin to target Legacy because they were responsible for his losses against Orton during matches. After losing a handicap match to the Legacy, Triple H stated that he would search for Michaels in order to reunite DX. On the August 10th, 09 episode of Raw, Video segments aired when Triple H met with Michaels at an office cafeteria in Texas where he was working as a chef throughout the segment. Triple H would try to convince Michaels return to convince Michaels return WWE from hiatus. After, after several incidents during the segments including a grease fire and Shawn getting shouted by, by a little girl, Michaels agreed to team with Triple H to face the legacy of SummerSlam. Super, super kicking the girl and quit it from the chef job in the process. <coughs> On the August seventeenth episode of Raw, in St. Louis, Missouri, Michaels and Triple H officially reunited. <coughs> as as, as the excuse me, <coughs> but as they were in the process of their in-ring promo, Legacy attacked them both. Their first match after re- reuniting was against Legacy at Summerslam. Which they, which they, of course, won at Breaking Point. However, they lost to Legacy in the first-ever submissions kind of anywhere a match in WWE history at the October Pay Per View. Held a Cell, DX defeated Legacy in a Hell in a Cell match. DX would challenge John Cena for the WWE title in a triple threat match at Survivor Series, with both men failing to win the belt. Although they were able to retain their friendship and tag team partnership on December 13th at TLC, DX defeated Jericho. Of course, Chris Jericho in The Big Show to win the Unified WWE Tag Team Titles in a TLC match. The first tag championship reign for Shawn Michaels and Triple H as a tag team. On the December 21st, 2009, uh, Triple H announced that Hornswoggle, Hornswoggle, oh was the new DX midget. I think it was, I bet, I bet you they I bet to had to say mascot here, because I think that's when that happened. This came about after Horsewaggle sued DX for emotional and physical distress due to not allowing him to join DX. After being taken to court where they were ruled guilty by a jury and judge consisting of dwarves, Michaels told Triple H that Horsewaggle could be the mascot. Triple H agreed to it, only the charges were dropped, which on agreed to on the January 11, 2010, for Raw. Mike Tyson, who was the Raw guest host for the night, teamed with Jericho to face DX over at the end of the bout. Tyson turned on Jericho and aligned still with Michaels and Triple H. On the February 8, 2010 episode of Raw, DX the unified tag team titles to the Miz, the Miz in the Big Show in a triple in a uh, triple elimination tag team match, also featuring the Stray Edge Society, CM Punk and Luke Gallis. On the March 1st episode of Raw, they lost the rematch for the titles, which would be their last televised match before Michaels retired. Road Dogg Billy Gunn and x I've gone under the team names of Degenerates of Wrestling and Team Second while wrestling together on the indie scene before returning to WWE. <clears throat> and, and guys there's so much more we could talk about here. Uh, of course I'm sure everyone remembers um remember, remember remembers uh, everything here, so I won't go into any more details about that. But I will post the link. Uh I'll post it on our new DXUS page so everyone can take a look at take a look at that. Uh, let's go around. Let's go around the panel here, guys. Uh, Gerard, my man. We'll start with you. What's your take? What's your thoughts on uh, anything involving everything involving the group, Degeneration X? Gerard. So, what? Well have to come back up. Uh, Michelle, we'll go through to you next too. I'll we'll to come back to Jamar and your thoughts and opinions on everything involving DX. Uh
6: was definitely one of my favorites. One of the best stables I think they had. Uh comedy wise and uh power wise. Uh they always know how they always know how to put on a really good show. They were hilarious as hell. That's what's missing today in wrestling is that Attitude Era, that faction stable that can make or break wrestling, I guess, you could say. Uh, Definitely one of the best. They always had funny shit going on. Uh Of course, I mean, they had Billy Gunn in it too, so that was like a definite plus for me. <laughs> uh, definitely one of my favorites. Very funny group. Um, they were all great in ring on mic. Uh, they know how to get the crowd reared up. Uh, overall, one of the best top five, honestly. Oh,
2: okay.
3: Uh, Gerard and made it back on sir. Yes, I have. Okay. What's your take on on the, on on um uh, any particular moment moments about D X that you care to share or anything about D X that you uh would like to talk about? Um everybody knows I'm NWO for life, but I'm D X and I'm second. And uh uh jeez, what can you talk about?
5: Uh there's so many moments. Uh, they're controversial. They piss uh, people off and they uh, do what they want. And that's what I like about them. And uh, they told people to suck it, which was awesome.
3: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, JD, your overall thoughts and opinions, sir, about Degeneration X?
0: Well, one of the greatest factions, you can definitely say no question about it. They had comedy. They had antics, but they also took their wrestling very seriously. I mean, they were all, all good in their own way. And if there is a group that should be put in the Hall of Fame as a stable, it should be these guys, no question about it.
3: Certainly, John goes on to say, <clears throat> of course, uh, talking about their appearance okay. at, the, at the 1,000th episode of fall, 2012, that was a great reunion right there, by the myself. Uh, John said, "You know, great stable DX was awesome. Of course, was with, with holding all, was holding the the uh, world titles, Intercontinental titles, Tag Team titles, European titles. Yes. Also, he says they wrestled together, teamed together, fought together, and traveled together on the road. So, absolutely. I mean, like I said, I think I think these guys, like I said, pretty much did it all. Uh, and John said that there was any great stable during the Attitude Era, it was in fact D-Generation X. So." Uh, without, without question there, John. Absolutely. Uh, both, folks, thank you very Guess much. Guess what? What's
6: that? I have a bitch fit whenever you get a chance.
0: Drum roll,
3: please. Before we get to a few uh, Wild and Wicked Fantasy matchups, which will include different members of DX tonight, I won't go ahead and say that, Uh, Yes, uh, Michelle, I believe, does have a widow's web that she needs to spin. So, yes, Michelle, please go ahead and uh, spin your web, ma'am, if you please.
6: First of all, I'm a little disgusted by these fans Mm -hmm. going to these shows and showing their asses towards these superstars that basically are paid money to put your ass in the seat and watch them grow up, stop acting stupid, um, if you don't like them, you don't like them, you don't have to call them names, you don't have to throw shit at them, you don't have to make your presence known to make you look like a jackass in front of everybody. So could you please knock it off, because if not, I'm going to start going to every arena, where these assholes are acting stupid, and I'm going to put a stop to it because I think it's a little bit ridiculous and over the top. For the last two three days, I, every time I read WWE.com or anything, it's, oh, this person did this, you know, towards this superstar, on and on, it's ridiculous, <laughs> knock it off, We're, you know, act like an adult. I mean, these two kids, you know, using the word that they use towards Roman Reigns and, and this mother did nothing about it, she needs her, her head examined and her ass beat on top of that. Uh, I think it's a little bit ridiculous. Whether you like Roman Reigns or not, whether you like any of them or not, Keep your damn opinions to yourself. You don't like them. That's when you take a pee break. Go to snack bar. Uh, you know, go buy a damn T-shirt. Go do something. Do not take your anger and frustration out on them. They do not deserve it. Uh, you know, they are world wrestling entertainment. Entertainment is the key word in that title, and that's what they're there to do for the people. So, if they don't start growing the fuck up, excuse my language because it, it's ridiculous, uh, you know, they're going to start canceling shows, they're going to start shutting shit down, and then what are you going to do? Are you going to sit there and bitch and moan and complain because you can't go to a show because you're the one to act like an ass and have the shit shut down? I, I mean, kudos to those, you know, people that want to act like an ass because... It gets you nowhere, but kicked out of the arena for, you know, tickets that you paid to go see these people, it's a little bit ridiculous, honestly. Second thing, Charlotte Flair is a bitch. I said it the other night, and I'll say it again. Uh, She is, yes, she is Ric Flair's daughter. Is she like Ric Flair? No. Is she ever going to be like Ric Flair? No. Uh, She has become a very cocky, headstrong bitch that seems to think that she can take down any and everybody. Uh, I got news for her. She doesn't impress me very much Uh, in ring and on the mic. She's horrible. Um, I think that someone needs to give her a reality check. And I hope it is Paige, or I hope it'll be Becky Lynch, and she'll turn on her and beat the ever-living shit out of her because somebody needs to stop her because she's just on a very ridiculous streak with her words and her actions, basically. Uh, Third, uh, this is the second freaking show this week, uh, SmackDown, that has started with Roman Reigns and ended with Roman Reigns. For the love of God, we're all tired of seeing the same shit. I don't know if y'all feel the same way, but this is how I feel. I'm tired of seeing the same shit. Uh, The creative team, once again, they still suck. Um, They need to start doing something. I read an article where AAA says that they honestly don't know what they're going to do, but they're going to fix it somehow. Well, you know what? Guess what? If you don't start fixing it somehow, you're going to start losing money, and your ratings already suck enough. So get up off your ass and start making something a little bit more interesting. Because, like I said the other night, you bring back such people as Tommy Dreamer, who is a legend in wrestling, in my eyes, and you make him look like an ass. He, you, might as well, you might as well put a damn donkey face on him because he looked like a jackass in front of everybody. And mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit ridiculous. I think it was very insulting to him. The Dudley Boys, uh, who was the other one? Rhino. Rhino. Uh, I don't understand Rhino, but that's just me. Um I, WWE is, is suffering in, in so many ways, shapes, and forms right now that it's ridiculous. Um, I read where the, you know they want to bring Finn Balor and Joe, Samoa Joe up, and then after you know all these other superstars who are out return, then they don't know what the hell they're going to do with them. I guess well, we're just going to send them back to NXT where they pulled where they should be. Um, just because your division is hurting doesn't mean you should start pulling the superstars from other. Divisions to start making it better. You tried this with D with Revolution, and look where it got you. It sucks. It honestly sucks. Um, the D with Revolution was, was the best one. They had AJ Lee, who was a very good, uh, had very good potential, very great mic skills, uh, excellent wrestler in the ring, knew how to stir shit up, knew how to you know piss people off, whatever. And then you have people like Charlotte Flair. Who get a little cocky streak up their ass and <coughs> think that she's unstoppable? Um, you know, she's indestructible. This that, and the other makes me want to get in the ring and kick her ass myself because I probably could. And second of all, just to shut her the hell up because if I hear her talk one more time, I think I'm going to puke. Honestly, uh, n- no offense because this is just my opinion. Um, if I see Big E dance one more time, I'll throw up. Uh, still want to shove the uh, trombone up of Xavier Woods' ass. Uh, Kofi Kingston, I don't know what the hell they're doing with him. I know it's it's, it's an act and all that stuff, and, and it's great, uh, but it's like, you know, these are, these are superstars who individually all have their own talents, and you put them in this faction together, which everybody, you know, seems to like and all that stuff, and that's great, but let's not take it overboard because I think they, sometimes they take it overboard a little bit too much. Um, you have superstars that, you know, like for Saturday, for Sunday, excuse me, uh, Kevin Owens, Dean Ambrose match is probably one to the highlight of the whole show. Uh, you talk about two superstars that do not know the word quit, do not know the word stop, do not know the word I tap. They don't, they don't know that. It, it's, It's an actual match that, you know, lasts 20, 30 minutes. They're both hardcore. Uh, You know, it's going to be one of the best matches of the night. Um, Honestly, I don't really know the whole lineup for the rest of the show, but as we all know, the the pay-per-views this year have been a a huge disappointment to me. I don't know about anybody else. It's been a huge disappointment. Uh, I'm a little disgusted. Was it um, the League of Nations, great, great faction that they made there very strong individuals of their own character. Uh, Am I a fan of them? They're okay. Um, I don't have anything against them. I wouldn't dare say anything bad about them anyway because I know Gerard loves his heel group. Um, But I think it was a pretty smart move to... Form that faction because you have, like I said, you know, very strong individuals on their own. Uh, it appears that Zeb Coulter is probably going to go back to Jack Swagger <laughs> after Del Rio's little blow up and acting the way that he did. Um, tag team division, the only strong tag team that they got right now basically is the Dudley Boys and they're making them look like shit. Uh, Bray Wyatt carries the Wyatt family, if you ask me. Uh, yes, Braun Strowman is, you know, strong. I'm not calling him a powerhouse because he's not a powerhouse. He's strong he's in in his own way. Uh, the rest of them are big guys and all that stuff. But you know, the big guys tend to, you know, they're a little slower than others. You know, such as Brock Lesnar, who seems to be catching a lot of heat and a lot of shit because I read that he is coming back and getting a shot at the U.S. title. I don't know if that's going to happen at this pay-per-view or if it's going to happen at WrestleMania. But Brock is supposed to be making his return within the next couple of weeks. Uh, Everybody wants to call Brock a part-time champion. You cannot blame Brock Lesnar, blame, blame Vince McMahon. He doesn't want to pay Brock Lesnar the money that he deserves. But yet, Dean Ambrose is the lowest person on the totem pole that gets paid the less out of any of them. And you're paying... Kevin Owens, what you're paying plus his NXT pay, and which you know he deserves, but and then you have uh, I don't remember who the other superstar was who who doesn't do shit. He's basically a jobber, and you're paying him exactly what Brock Lesnar asked you to pay him to be the full time champion for WWE. He's no longer UFC. He's no longer any of that. This is what I'm talking about. I mean. I know I probably sound like I'm talking in circles, but right now WWE is hurting because you got Seth Rollins who's out. Seth Rollins who is an actual entertainer who now everybody, oh, he was champion, oh, he sucks, he's an ass, he's a dick, he's this, he's that. Now he's gone. Now that's missing. Now you don't hear him on there, you know, doing his atypical heel uh, role that he does very well. Now all of a sudden you miss him. Uh, that makes no sense to me. Uh, second of all, you got Randy Orton out. You know, tremendous competitor. Going to have two surgeries. Uh, back to Seth Rollins, three surgeries basically in one. And now you miss him. I don't get that. <clears throat> you, you, These fans blow my mind. They really do. And uh, the last thing I think I'm probably going to say is There is word of Goldberg coming back to WrestleMania 32. That is not true. I want to let everybody know that. I read an article. It is not true. Goldberg refuses to sign, and he refuses to come back. So any articles that you read on that is BS. It's not true. It's not going to happen. And if they don't start doing anything to, you know, it's SmackDown's moving to January. Uh, to USA, which is where they originally were before, and when they, if I remember correctly, when they were on USA, their ratings sucked, um, as well as they suck now, as well as Raw sucks. I think, uh, I don't know what show is basically hurting more, but NXT is getting more uh, attention, I guess is the word. Uh, even TNA right now, which is not even down and out, but they're getting more attention than WWE. Uh, Stop pushing Roman Reigns. Stop shoving him down everybody's throat. Yes, he is a fine competitor. I will say that. It's great, super dandy, all that. But you can't disclude Sheamus, who is the champion right now, who has super potential and has been shoved under the rug for years now, and they do not look at him the right way. Is is the heel part per se the part that he needs to play? In my eyes, he plays a great heel. But when he was faced, he you know babyface he he had more fan base, which yes we all know what it that it's about that. But it seemed like he was a stronger competitor when he was faced versus when he is healed now. It seems like okay he's champion. Yeah, we're gonna bring him out when we feel like we want to bring him out. That's what that's kind of the impression I'm getting from this, uh, and I can tell you this now. Probably a lot of fans after this pay per view Sunday, if it is not worth the shit, they are going to lose people. They are going to lose ratings terribly. Start writing shit better. If you need help, call me. I'll gladly help you. Here's a thought: pull your blades from the authority. Start a fucking feud. Sorry, excuse me, with Seth Rollins. Make it great. And then, guess what? Reunite the shield. Bring that faction back into the WWE, who is a strong force of the three together. That is what is needed. That is what is missed. Uh, You know, you can't keep relying on your atypical ones as Rollins on his own, who is great, yes, or John Cena. Everybody's tired of seeing John Cena with gold around his waist. I know it. It's a fact. But they keep doing this. WWE needs to stop and take a look real quick and start thinking about what's going to bring the ratings up and what's going to bring money back to them, what's going to put more asses in the seats in these arenas. Because after the show Monday night, when the main event hit with Roman Reigns and all them, over half of the crowd walked out. And that does not say much. Honestly, it really doesn't say much at all. Because it's going to show you right there that everybody is tired of seeing the same shit every day, every week. I'm done.
3: Oh, wow. I would have to say, uh, Gerard, John, J.D., I think y'all would agree that was the biggest web I have ever seen, ever. (laughs) And you know what?
0: I'm going to say right now, and part of me agrees, and I think Gerard might back me up, too, along with maybe John, too. I mean, the WWE has got to get their shit together, no pun intended, and it's been this way for three months now. I mean you gotta end the year at least with something positive. If you don't, you're screwed.
3: Well sure. I would have to I would have to agree a whole on that. Uh, uh Michelle, thank you very much of course for spending that Windows Web uh I'm sure you got a lot got a lot out of your mind and off your chest there. so that's that's very, very good. Good way to vent. Very, very, very good venting. venting. <laughs> yeah, yes, indeed. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, we'll go ahead and uh, do a. Uh, we got about twenty-seven minutes right here. We'll go a little bit over eleven o'clock here tonight as well. We'll do some wild and wicked fantasy matchups. Michelle's favorite portion of the show. But mm-hmm. <laughs> before we do that, let me take care of this one more time. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is of course the Mothership broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network, W C W S Revolution. Of course I am Mr. W C W S Chad Hinch. I'm back on here with you. Uh, uh not sounding like myself, but like I said, I'm still kicking kicking as best I can and doing everything I possibly can to keep keep it on going. Let you know that I'm not down in house. There you go. Uh of course joining me on the line here tonight, King W. G. T. S. Gerard T. Smith, of course, the mainstay of the W S Radio Network, as well as <coughs> Of course, a 2014 Hall of Famer and also a dual title holder here in WCW-US. And, of course, as I announced earlier tonight, uh, he is now officially the COO of WCWUS, by the way.
5: Woohoo! Okay.
3: Yes, he's, uh, he is.
5: I'm moving oh, on up. <laughs> that's right. Uh, the,
3: second, the second banana around right here, guys. So, this as so like, so you see Gerard walking, you just bear a stamp, say, salute. Okay, there you go. <laughs> of course, also joining us here tonight, uh, the Iceman J.D. Jerry drama of course, from uh, Raw Radio, as well as, <clears throat> uh, of course, Indiana Hulk every Sunday, Sunday night at 7, uh, and also uh, Wrestling Revisited every uh, Tuesday night at 7. Of course, he is a 2015 Hall of Famer. Also joining us here, uh, lovely, lovely black and Michelle Lynn Dodds, one half of the team that brings you Attitude Radio every Saturday night at 9, right here on TalkCube.com. As well the very first 2015 WWUS Hall of Famer, <coughs> and of course she's putting her spider in the bed. By the way, so the spider's not walking around here anymore. So there you go. That's <laughs> it. And, and, oh yeah, there you go. She and was also, angry yeah,
2: tonight.
3: <laughs> I'm sure she was angry. I'm sure, but you calmed her down, so that's good. There you go. That, that, that the talking helps. There you go. And also <laughs> enjoy, on the chat box here tonight, the human two place machine, John Gross from Raw Radio, of course in Monday afternoon at three right here on TalkShoot.com. And all, uh, like I said before, there, uh, ladies and gentlemen, our Wild and Wicked Fantasy matchups will include members of DX or them teaming up against different folks, what have you. So, uh, Michelle, ladies first as always, we'll start with you. Um, any match you like, like I said, let's try to just try and put this, so see what we can do, a DX versus somebody match, or whatever you like to do, please go ahead. <clears throat>
6: Uh, the uh, tag team three way of Triple H and Shawn Michaels versus Beer Money. <laughs> That's for you, Gerard. Uh, versus,
1: hmm. Oh,
6: no, I'm not going to do that. Um uh Edge and
3: Christian. Oh. Triple and Shawn Michaels from DX versus Beer Money versus Edge and Christian, a triple threat tag team match. Uh Gerard, your thoughts on this triple threat tag team?
5: Are you ready? <laughs> Breaking down. Triple and Shawn
3: Michaels. Okay. Michelle, your match? What do you think we pull the win off in of this?
6: Uh, very good match. <clears throat> uh, mm. Mm. that's very tough because I like them all. Why do I do this shit? Um, <laughs> I do this to myself every every damn time. But I'm going to say as well, Hunter and Shawn
0: Michaels.
3: Okay, JD, your thoughts on this triple threat tag team match?
0: I'm gonna say Hunter and Shawn as well.
3: Uh John, who who do you think would pull the win off of this <coughs> excuse me there guys. Uh snug up on me there. Um who do you think will pull off the win in this tag team triple threat made by Michelle. Uh John, and i why he does that I'll say uh I'm also say DX in this as well. John is going for Triple H and Shawn Michaels as well. So good majority here tonight talking about of course Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Uh, Gerard, my man, uh you're next up, my friend. Bring him one to us. All righty. I
5: got a, <clears throat> I got a doozy, Hold on, I gotta clear my throat. Oh, you didn't know? You're asking to call somebody, you damn right, you see it's me, it's me, it's the do g with my good friend, B-A-double to the D to the double crooked letter A. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Generation X probably brings to you the WWF Tag Team Champions of the World. <laughs> the Road Dog, Jesse James, the Badass Billy Gunn, the New Age Outlaws. And if you're not down with that, I got two words for you. Suck it. <laughs> they're
2: going to be
5: against
3: the Wolves. TNA,
2: Ooh.
3: the Wolves. Ooh. Oh. The New Age Outlaws taking on the Wolves. Uh, Gerard, your match here, who do you think will pull the win off of this?
5: <laughs> the New Age Outlaws.
3: Ah, uh, okay. M- Michelle, the Outlaws versus the Wolves.
6: Oh, well, Road Dog and my ass, man.
3: <laughs> there you go. Uh, John also says the Outlaws. Uh, JD, your thoughts are the Outlaws taking on the Wolves.
0: I'm going to take uh, DX as well.
3: Okay. And
0: I'm going to say the same thing, too. So
3: the, so the Outlaws get a real huge win here, guys. And, J.D., if we go to yours, John already has one up, and he's got a singles match. Shawn Michaels versus Seth Rollins.
2: Hmm. Oh, oh.
3: uh, Gerard, your thoughts are HBK versus Seth Rollins.
1: Well, holy
5: shit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh um, uh, yeah, it's, uh,
2: uh, uh
1: damn
5: it. Uh, um, uh, I'm going to stay with what I always do. I'm buying in. He's
3: going with, with several loans. Okay, Michelle. HBK versus Seth Rollins.
0: Seth Rollins.
3: Okay. Ooh, okay, JD. Uh, Shawn Michaels versus Seth
0: Rollins. Shawn Michaels with a super kick.
3: Ooh, okay. John, your match, or you think we pull the win off in this? Uh, he's saying Shawn Michaels. Man. This is a great one here. This is a great match. Well, I, I, I've never run out of these. I will continue to use them. I am, I am going to say a draw. That's what it nah, is. The match,
2: the match, the match is that good? Is that good?
3: Oh yeah. <coughs> mm, excuse me. Uh, JD, your match, please, sir.
0: All right, I'm going to go with. Let's see. We're going to put Sean Michaels and Hunter against Nash and Hall.
6: Oh! Oh. Gerard, get him. (laughs) Dang you, J.D. (laughs) No, man, the world will
0: collapse. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I want to make it even more interesting, you guys. We're going to make it Falls Count Anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So throw the twist in a little bit, too. Falls County where a tag team match Yeah. Triple H mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels
3: Versus Holland Nash uh, Gerard Your thoughts On this match Please
6: Gerard get him
5: <laughs> uh, The world will collide uh,
2: wow.
5: <laughs> That's not very nice JD
2: uh,
3: Thank you uh, The <laughs> ultimate the field, <laughs>
5: like, so Picking
3: Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Okay. Michelle, um, uh, your thoughts as well, my dear.
6: Yeah, I have to say the outsiders as well.
3: Okay. Uh, JD, your match, or are you trying to pull a win off of this?
0: You know what? You used your draw, I'm going to use my draw here. This is tough because you got four of the best factions out there right now.
3: Right. Okay. Uh, John, your thoughts on this match made by J.D.? Uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels versus Holland Nash. Uh, and John says DX wins, and after they do, that, the handshake and the same curtain call like they did at MSG.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
3: And it says, and by the way, this match will be held at Madison Square Garden.
0: That's what oh. it's going to say. We'll make it even more interesting. We'll have it at MSG, yep.
3: Oh, okay, okay. That would be the ultimate right there. Yes. Okay, okay. Hmm, let's see. Hmm, uh, <coughs> okay, now my turn here. Uh, let's see here. And, and okay. Mm, hmm, hmm, yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. I'm going to put... Hmm... Oh, there you go. That's a good one. I'm going to put Triple H, Shawn Michaels, the Road Dogg, and Michelle's favorite, then again, versus the League of Nations.
1: Gerard <laughs> Gerard <in. laughs> <laughs>
3: Gerard, uh, before you actually do what Michelle asked you to (laughs) do, your thoughts on this eight-man tag, DX taking on the League of Nations? Uh,
5: Damn you, Chad. (laughs) (laughs)
3: uh, It just came to me, man. I can't help it.
6: Who's in hey, the ex- It's no longer a holy shit. It's a holy fuck.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> holy
5: fucking shit! Yeah,
6: I know. Yeah.
5: There you go. <laughs>
3: yeah. Who's yeah. in the ex, You said Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the Outlaws.
5: Oh. Ah. Going with
3: DX. Okay, Michelle, DX taking on the League of Nations. DX. JD, your thoughts?
6: Definitely
3: DX. And then John also says DX, and I am also going to go with DX as well. <clears throat> um, yeah, we got we got time to we got time to do one more quick round here, guys. Um, like I said, um, and this time around, if you if you if you want. To do it without DX in it, that's okay. Whatever you want to do is fine with me. Uh, Michelle, uh, <laughs> one, uh, Michelle, one more uh, fancy match here, please. Uh, Triple H as
6: the game. Yes. Uh,
3: versus the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Oh. oh. The, the game Triple H taking on the phenomenal AJ Styles. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts on this match? The king of kings. Mm hmm. Michelle, uh, your match, who do you think would pull it off?
6: I have
0: to say, draw.
3: Okay. JD, the uh, game, Triple
0: H, taking on the phenomenal AJ Styles. Who do you think would pull off with here? This is tough. The Styles class versus the pedigree, you know what? The pedigree will put AJ down.
3: Okay. And John says Styles has good in ring skills, but I don't think he can take down the King of Kings. And I'll have to go along I'll have to go along with Triple H as well. And this myself personal. Uh Gerard, my man, one more match, my friend. You know how we like it. We like it with a bang. So so bring it to us.
1: X Pac versus
5: Prince Pretty.
3: Oh, oh, Andrew, and your match, Gerard, who do you think would we'll pull the win off in of this?
5: Well, you all know I'm a uh, Prince Pretty fan, but I'm a bigger
0: X-Pac fan, so X-Pac wins.
3: <laughs> and I hope I hope Prince Pretty didn't see his X-Sack.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. Okay, we all know that old joke. I won't bring it up again. Uh, Michelle, your thoughts here. x versus Tyler Breeze.
6: X-Pac.
3: Uh, JD, your thoughts?
0: Tyler Breeze with a beauty shot. What? <laughs> yep. Oh.
2: Oh. Yes, sorry
0: there, Gerard. I have to. I mean, x won't... I mean, I mean, X-Pac has his martial arts. Don't give me on, but I think Prince Pretty and the selfies will come into play here. And
6: then on the to pick up his ass.
0: <laughs> uh, I know you do. The, ult- the, the ultimate
3: vibrator <laughs> <laughs> And then John says the X to the P to the A to the C. So he's going with X five. Uh And John says, "Don't let the unknowns come out and get you, Chad. If you don't want to say, if you don't want to say it." Okay. What? No, it's talking about Tyler Breeze's X sack. Okay, yeah. Uh, oh. It might have been referring to that strange caller that came up on here all of a sudden and we don't know what was going on. But anyway, I'm also going for X-Pac as well in this match. Uh, great match, by the way, our Excellent matches here, guys. Uh, JD, uh, one more match for the 9-3. No, please bring it to us.
0: Since we're staying with X-Pac, let's go X-Pac versus, How uh, turn it into a three-way, Sami Zayn versus Adrian Neville.
3: Oh, X-Pac, Sami Zayn, and Neville.
0: Hmm. Uh, Gerard,
3: your, your your thoughts on this uh, uh, triple threat match here?
5: I'm sticking with X-Pac.
3: Okay, Michelle, this triple threat, what do you think?
6: Oh, Gerard, I love you. You know this, but I have to say Neville with the red arrow.
3: Oh, oh. Uh, John is saying I voted for DX all night and I'm going to go with Sandy Zayn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Michelle, I mean not uh, Michelle, J D you already said you're with Michelle, my apologies.
0: Uh, <laughs> J
3: D your thoughts your thoughts on your match here, you saying?
0: I like Zane, I like Neville, and I like Pac. But you know what, Michelle, I'm gonna go with you and the Neville and the Red Arrow is just too much here. I think Neville will win. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, and uh and I, me, I'm going to also go along, I'm going to say x Talk in this as well. Uh, okay, and John's got a doozy of one. He's got two of the members of DX, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, involved in a triple threat match. The third man, The Undertaker. Mm, okay. triple, H, HB, triple H, HBK, and Undertaker. Gerard, your thoughts on this match.
5: Wow.
2: <laughs>
3: um <laughs> Yeah,
5: that's uh that's a friggin' dizzy. Um,
3: Gerard he said Gerard as you would say, holy
5: shit <laughs> Yeah,
3: thank you. Okay, go uh, ahead, but I'm gonna go with
1: I'm going to go with,
2: uh, I really don't
3: know. No, I'm going to go with uh, Triple H. Okay. Uh, and John's already going with The Undertaker. Uh, Michelle, your thoughts, Triple H, HBK, and The Undertaker?
1: I don't like it. mhm. Um, let me see, uh. Wow. Hmm. I'm gonna say
0: Triple H with a pedigree.
3: Okay, okay. JD, your thoughts on this triple threat: and Undertaker, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels.
0: I'm gonna say Shawn Michaels with Sweet Chin Music.
3: Oh, okay. I know John already said Undertaker, but he says I feel like Undertaker versus HBK versus Triple H. A triple threat match in the ring should have been at WrestleMania 25 or 26. Yeah, that would would have been some great matches there. Uh Of course, 25 and 26 was the two times that Undertaker wrestled Shawn Michaels, correct?
4: Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And 26 was the one where Undertaker retired Shawn Michaels. Right. right, That's what I thought. Okay, that's right. And me, oh, boy. Great one, all this match will probably last an hour, guys, my personal opinion. Uh, oh, boy. Great one. I love, I'm a fan of all three of them. Uh, I got to say Undertaker.
1: Ooh, can I do one for fun?
3: Sure. Go ahead, please. we throw out, we throw out one more before I, while I think of one myself. Go ahead, please.
6: Oh, I'm sorry.
3: No, 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 it's okay. You go ahead. You go ahead.
6: I, I just, just wanted to do a faction versus, well, stable versus stable. Basically, DX, uh, you know, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Xbox. Um, DX versus, um, damn, I just had
1: it in my head.
6: Uh, Evolution.
3: Oh. Oh, I see what you're going at. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, well don't,
6: you
3: got a great one. John, Johnson. you want to throw out one more. I'll let you to throw out one more as well, uh, John. Hold on one second. Uh, Gerard, uh, this is an interesting one here. Michelle's uh, a stable match here DX versus Evolution. You say we pull a win off and miss.
1: DX.
3: Michelle, you're a match. or do you think we will pull the win off in this?
6: Evolution.
3: Ah, uh, because of two guys, I'm sure. Yes.
6: My Orton uh, and Batista. Oh hell yeah!
3: And of course, Batista and Orton come to you and go. Batista's wearing blue. Oh
0: no! No
3: no no! The
0: blueberry. No. J.D., he was, remember?
3: (laughs) (laughs) That sounded nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle Blue Teaster. Oh, you made me do it. Oh, Lord. Michelle, you can come slap me now. Thank you very much. John actually goes going with DX in this. Uh, uh,
0: J.D., your thoughts? DX versus Evolution. I'm going to take Evolution here, surprisingly, as well.
6: Oh, my Dude, it's
2: going to snow. Sorry, Gerard, but I had to
3: say that. Uh, this would be kind of a toss-up here. Uh, it'd be kind of funny if it went down to the DX version of Triple H and the Evolution version of Triple H. <laughs> so it would have but I'm going I'm to... I'm seriously, seriously thinking, thinking this over. I'll, I'll go out on a limb. I'm also going to say, uh, uh, start singing that song by Motorhead called "Line in the Sand." Say Evolution. <laughs> uh, okay, here's John's. He, he's got one more. But I, I do have one more. To close out the other round, but John's got another one, he, and y'all gonna blow. Y'all, you're gonna freak, Gerard. I would have all three words standing by when you hear this.
4: <clears throat>
3: A ten man tag team Survivor Series elimination match, which will pit DX consisting of Triple H, Shawn Michaels, X-Pac, Road Dogg, and Billy Gunn. Versus the N.W.O.
1: Son of a bitch. The
3: the team of Hogan, MASH, Hall, the Giant, and Scott Steiner. Holy
1: (laughs) fucking
2: shit.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Now get him. <laughs> uh, i a bomb on
3: his ass. Y'all <laughs> gonna ask it since he did an, an elimination match. I'm gonna do it this way, Gerard. Between these two teams, who would be the sole survivor? Let me say.
1: Let me rephrase
3: that. Who would be the sole survivor of this match?
5: God Hall.
3: Okay, Michelle. who would be the sole survivor of this ten man survivor series elimination match pitting d x versus the n w o oh
1: boy um oh, I don't know shit
6: um I'm gonna say Scott Holt, too.
3: Okay, uh, JD. Um, uh, this ten-man tag team match between DX and the NWF, Who do you think will be the
0: sole survivor in this? I'm going to say Kevin Nash. Mm. Oh. oh, okay.
3: <clears throat> and 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 John has has got a complete list of how the eliminations will go in this. Y'all got to hear this right fast. Scott Steiner will pin Billy Gunn with a T bone suplex. All four members pile on top of the giant and eliminate him. Hogan pins Billy Gunn with the leg drop. Hogan pins X Pac with the leg drop. HBK eliminates Scott Steiner with sweet chin music. Triple H eliminates Scott Hall with the pedigree. Triple H eliminates Nash with a pedigree. Hogan pins Triple H with leg drop. It will be Hogan versus HBK, revisits from SummerSlam 2005, and it will be DX, HPK with Sweet Chin Music on Hogan, and he gets the win for DX. Whew. He has
6: one hell of an imagination.
0: JD,
3: how, how, how big is this boy's imagination?
0: I think, I mean, he comes up with some doozies, let me tell you, but he also backs it up all the time, though. He ain't afraid of pointy punches.
3: No, he's not. No. And, okay. and, the, and my match to close out the evening here, guys, okay. <clears throat> we're really going to go a little bit old school here. We are going to put Triple H and the New Age Outlaws in a six-man tag versus Dusty Rhodes and the Legion of Doom. Mm. Gerard, uh, DX versus Dusty Rose and the LOD in the six man tag.
5: I'm going DX.
3: Okay. Michelle, DX versus Dusty and LOD. That's tough.
1: Yes. Um,.
0: I'm going to say draw.
3: Okay. Uh, JD uh, DX versus Dusty in the Legion of Doom.
0: I am going to uh, say. Hmm. You know what? I want to say Dusty in the Legion of Doom.
3: Okay. I think they actually held uh, back in the old NWA, I think they actually held the six-man. T- yeah. Yeah. T- 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 mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Okay. Why not? Uh. John says DX is for the win off of this. And I'm going to go, I'm going to take the same round as Michelle. I'm also going to say a draw on this as well. So, uh, folks, by all means, thank you very much for throwing out all these doozies and fancy matchups. <laughs> and we need to write We need to write all, all these down and reuse them sometimes. I mean, these are some great ones. Yeah. Some great ones here. Um, yes. Uh, one more time here, 1724-444-7444, call d 138055 down. This is the Mothership Broadcast of the WSWS Radio Network, WSWS Revolution. I am once again, of course, Mr. WWS Chad i'm back on here with you to close out the, uh, was well, proven to be a big-time <laughs> week here in WSWS. Of course, on my side, by my side, as always here, the COO of WCWS now, and the mainstay of the radio network, a dual title holder here in WCWS, <clears throat> as well as, uh, yes, indeed, the, uh, of course, uh, members of uh, Revolution and Wolfpack, as well as What half of the Attitude Radio broadcast team, as well as, of course, on Raw Radio and Wrestling Revisited, King NWO, GTS, the man, the myth, the legend, you, you can't live with them, or without him, whichever one you want to say. <laughs> Got you there, Gerard. Uh, with the one and only Gerard T. Smith. Never,
6: He's never, my
3: never, Paul never, Heyman. <laughs> and speaking of which, the Paula Heyman to his Paul Heyman is also with us here been with us here tonight. The Black Widow, the lovely, lovely Miss Michelle Lynn Pies, of course, the first 2015 US Hall of Famer. <laughs> oh, excuse me. And, of course, the other half of the team that brings you Attitude Radio, every Saturday night at 9, right here on TalkShoot.com. <clears throat> and I'm sure tomorrow night, uh, Gerard, Attitude Radio will have a lot to say, I'm sure. Always. <clears throat> Absolutely, okay. And also, join me on the line tonight, the ice fan, J.D. Gerardy Geramo, D. of course, another 2015 Hall of Famer, as well as, of course, uh, in addition to, uh, of course, part of Revolution and World Pack, also, Raw Radio, every Monday afternoon at 3 uh in the outlook every Sunday night at seven and also rest and revisit it also every Tuesday night at seven. And also join on the chat box here tonight the Super Machine John Gross, also from Raw Radio. Uh uh yeah. Michelle, Gerard, JD, John, thank you very much for joining us here tonight. Uh of course catch all of our past episodes on the WWS Radio Archives page. And don't forget here this Sunday at six o'clock right here on TalkShoot.com, dot com special edition of WWS Revolution. Will be our preview show for WWE TLC 2015. Uh, we'll do a complete, complete rundown of all of the matches, as well as, of course, going through some infamous bets here that have been made. Yes, here. Michelle,
0: you better be ready. <laughs> uh, and and uh,
6: Mini, Mini Brock 2.0 will be with me. I know. Oh, <laughs> my. All, right. yes.
0: all right. And can I get a quick plug in there, Chad? Yes, go ahead, JD. All right, Monday on Raw Radio should be a great show. However, hopefully Gerard will be with us, Michelle. If you can call in, it'd be great too. If you can't understand, but Monday should be a great show on Raw Radio. We will be talking about the aftermath of TLC. We will also give you an early preview of NXT in London coming up next Wednesday. It should be a great week, however, and of course, uh, being my birthday on Tuesday, who knows what else could be in store for Raw Radio? It should be a great, great show on Monday. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend uh, will kill me. I'm only one year away from forty, and I don't feel forty yet. Though that's the funny thing. Though, however, I'm going out I'm, with my buddies tomorrow night. Uh, I mean, my one buddy who's real. I mean, he and I are like brothers. I mean, his birthday's Christmas Eve. We're going out back tomorrow night for his uh, birthday dinner, and uh, of course, he'll be forty in less than twelve days, which is crazy.
2: Uh,
0: no rules, just
3: right.
2: Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and John also predicted to mention that on Sunday evening he will actually be calling in. So calling into the previous show, so we can't wait to hear his thoughts and opinions on that. And, John, make sure you're not near your microwave cooking your beef Oh, that's kind of
0: nasty. <laughs> uh,
3: okay. Uh, Michelle didn't want to hear that either. I don't even know why I said it. I don't know
0: whose boys are playing on Sunday, Howard. They've got a big game coming up on Sunday. I know that for a fact, Howard. I know uh, my boys are uh, from Cincy. your boys are playing Atlanta. Uh,
3: yeah, this is going to be a good game. So uh, Yeah. Uh, but still, I think Carolina is probably going to pull that off. I think Michelle might agree with that too, Michelle,
0: I think. Uh,
6: Absolutely.
0: I just, it's a no-brainer. I mean, they win this one. They got home field. They already have it. As far as I They'll know. lock it down. I mean, Arizona won last night, though, but, I mean, they got locked up. I mean, John's boys are playing. I mean, looking here. Ah, oh, the Bears this week in Chicago.
3: And believe it or not, guys, uh, I'm sure everyone knows this, and J.D., I'm sure you, you have heard mentioned this a couple times already, Yep. The Panthers are the only undefeated team in the whole NFL.
0: Yes. The I'm Panthers. trying to see who's. I'm trying to find the, the line, I'm trying Bay to help out Bay Gerard, Bay Gerard here. Panthers, buddy. Woo! Yeah. Cam Noon riding high like an eagle. Oh, Gerard, your boys are playing the Rams this week in St. Louis. Okay. So uh I think they could beat Saint Louis, however. I mean Saint Louis I mean if they can shut Gurley down, I think they have a chance Choice Fair by three. Looking at the betting lines for all you people. Cynthia's favorite by three. Carolina Chad's favorite by nine. They should easily crush Maddie Rice ice, uh, however. They just gotta watch Freeman, I think. But uh with the game being in Tower, I mean, Charlotte's going to be – it's supposed to be warm, 73 degrees. It'll be a warm day there, so you should have fantastic weather. Fame. It's going to be in the 70s and Cincy. It's going to be warm up here in, pretty much in the northeast all week. I mean, 65 and 70 tomorrow and Sunday. So this unusual weather is just crazy, two weeks out of Christmas. Yes, yes it is. And it's,
3: cool in the, it's cool in the mornings, but it warms up pretty fast. Yes, yeah, the same way Especially here. here. Been, yep. Yeah, Uh, John uh, Gerard. John was asking who your who your favorite team is. The Lions, Detroit Lions. There, John. And of course, as Gerard would say about this weather,
0: holy effing. Yep, we're all feeling it. (laughs) I mean, we're all saying it right now. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay. All right. Excuse
3: me. So, folks, join us. We're after to get, get our football rush on, of course, and we're going to go to the group for all of our teams here uh Sunday. Uh, of course be sure to get, come the pop in at six o'clock for a special edition revolution for our two- for our TLC two thousand fifteen preview show. We'll preview each of the matches, who're gonna win each match, and of course Michelle and J D continue their, their their heated rivalry.
2: <laughs> oh, it's
3: gonna be a good one here. Yes, it's only gonna be for an hour, so uh, it's gonna be something else. <laughs> Join us for, like I said from six to seven this Sunday evening. Uh John's already left the chat box. John, thank you very much for joining us. Uh of course, like I said folks, be sure to catch all of our shows on the radio radio archives page. Uh and um like I said join us in a special edition on Sunday. So for King Gts, Gerard T. Smith, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Iceman, JD Geramo, and the Human Suplex Machine. John is not gross. <laughs> this is Mr. W7US Chat HLC. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will talk to you again on Sunday for our preview show. And then I will rejoin you this Tuesday, next Tuesday for, of course, Revolution, where we will also preview <laughs> TL, uh, review to TLC and also next Monday's Raw. So take care. See you in the ring. This has been a broadcast of the w Radio Network, where it's for wrestling fans, by wrestling fans. And as always, as I always say, your wrestling connection. Gentlemen, ladies, take care. See you in the ring. And as always, in the radio network, God bless. Good night. Good night.
1: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
5: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
5: Oh, baby,
6: mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy, Judy.